0: You have come to a place where all sports matter. And some sports just matter more than others. This is the LTV Sportscast. And now your host, Layton. Welcome sports fans to another episode of the LTV Sportscast, Game Week 37, penultimate game week of the FPL, of the EPL, everything has been decided except for the European positions. Nothing has changed with regards to fitness levels being tested with all the tire legs running around, but with game week starting on Tuesday night, completing on Wednesday night, it's going to be a rough one. Joining us for today's show, all the way out of Leicester, a very happy man, streamer, YouTuber Alex Walls. How you doing, buddy?
1: Hey, uh, I'm really good, thanks, mate. How are you doing?
0: Dude, I am doing excellent, most excellent to have you on the show. Now, I know if you have been listening to the show for a while, guys, you will know that Alex, Alex does amazing things. He is a disabled gamer, but I've put his links in before and I'll be putting it in to the show notes this time around. Go check out what he does. He likes to shoot people in the face from time to time. I've seen <laughs> that. You enjoy that, yeah,
1: Alex? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that, I'm addicted to Valorant at the moment. It's literally the only game I've played, to be honest. I've had a little bit of Football Manager here and there as well because that's recently came out on Game Pass. But it's mainly just Valorant at the moment, chewing people, as you say. And yeah, I'm addicted right now, but yeah.
0: Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure you'll monster me in, in that. However, I do want I to throw that out there. It has taken a long, long time, and Alex has been telling me before the show that he hasn't had the greatest last run, and I've been able to catch him in this past week. So, uh, <coughs> Alex, uh, two game weeks to go. Uh, are you going to make a, make a final, final charge up this table?
1: Uh, honestly, I'm not very confident at all. My, uh, literally, I think for the past... 10 game weeks. I've, I, I literally, the first, like I'd say the first, hmm, What game we were on game week 37 now, aren't we?
0: Yeah.
1: So I think up to about game week 26, uh, in, in all my leagues, I was top. Okay. Well, uh, not, not, I don't think I was top in your league. Now we've um, got
0: some, we've got some smart boys up at the top there. Yeah. As well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I was, I was sort of like, I think I was in like the top 10 at least.
0: Mm, and I yeah. was
1: definitely around there. Um, but in all my life friends, leagues, my family league, we've got a family league that's got money riding on it. So that, that was the one that I was sort of like main focus on, we got a bit of a pri- uh, priority on there. So I was keeping an eye on that one. Uh,
0: are you still leading?
1: No, I, I was up until game week 30. <laughs> and I, I the worst pit was I had like a 150 point lead. What? <laughs> and I've thrown it away. Oh. And, and How far are you be behind amazing. now? No, oh, don't. It's embarrassing. Dean, oh, how far are you behind oh, I've got to find it, give me two seconds Yeah, sure. It's, it, it's,
0: it's bad now well Alex looks for that guys, listen we'd love your feedback for the show so drop us a mail at feedback at latenttv.com, email address will be in the show notes as well as if you'd just like to say how's it make contact, feel free again to reach us over there, follow us on Twitter at LTV underscore sportscast or search for us on Instagram just for searching for LTV sportscast, right now tell me how far are you behind there sir
1: I am a hundred and yeah, I know it's gone downhill. One hundred and fifteen points behind now. No, no more than that. One hundred and twenty-five. Yeah.
0: So, so one hundred twenty-five points, and and that's what you need to make. Uh, in two game weeks. In two game weeks now. Look, I don't know what it's like on your side of the world, and I'm not advocating for uh, involving extramural sources to to make sure that you can get that done but <laughs> but i'm just saying the options are out there i know somewhere on the deep dark web you can hire people to take care of business for you so i'm just saying that alex if the money is that important to you
1: i i mean how, how many people we got in there we got 11 people I'd, I'd make i'd make about 180 quid if i if i win this okay so uh, it, but 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 to be fair my cousin who's currently winning is giving all his money charity if he wins.
0: Oh, So that's at
1: amazing. the same time, so at, so at the same time, it's kind of like well, a win-win. If it, if if I win and I take it over, technically, am I like the bad guy?
0: If you so take if the money the home. Way. Well, yeah. look, Alex, I'm going to tell you this, and don't tell your cousin. Charity starts at home, buddy.
1: No, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, so Alex, uh, very happy man. Leicester Lester winning the FA Cup. I believe. Were you there? Did you go?
1: i I was there the week before. I managed to get tickets because they do it at Leicester with priority order, depending on how many away games you've been to and stuff like that. Okay. And I, I've been I've been going to games for well since I was eight, nine, maybe even younger than that, actually. I started going with my granddad to Leicester games because um, my great granddad was a Leicester fan. My granddad is, my uncle is, uh, it's a family thing. And uh, so now I I've, I I've had enough priority points managed to get tickets. Um, had the whole stressful thing of a waiting for my tickets because they were email. And because it was a government run event, um, part of the COVID testing and all that, we had a, a I, had to, I had to have a COVID test to make sure I was negative, And then I had to fill in these forms just to give consent to the government um, to then get results of these things. And everybody was just waiting for their tickets just to arrive and the negative test results. And it, I finally got it all, all sorted on the Friday afternoon. Oh, wow. Um, so, So so I knew that, like on the Friday, that I I was going to the cup final and uh, I I had to psych myself up a bit, thinking, okay, we're going to lose. I I had that in my mind. Really? Yeah, yeah. Where's uh, the belief, uh, Alex? No, I've been a Leicester fan, yeah, for too long to know (laughs) that that the most typical Leicester thing is, is that we screw up somewhere. Other other than the league win, like the shock Premier League win, Mm. we always screw up somewhere. Whether it's your Dini moment, there's another Yang, I don't you probably won't know this, but Jan Kermigant, that's another thing back in the when we were in the championship, I think we were in the playoffs and, and we'd gone all the way to penalties in the semi final and uh Jan Kermigant went for a Panaka penalty and mm. chipped it and then goalkeeper just stood still and saved it with ease. And it was like one of these things where Heartbreak. if he scored that I think we would come through to the, uh, to the playoff final. And uh, yeah, it was heartbreaking. It's just sort of like one of these moments where you're like, why Panacre had that big game? And yeah, it, it broke my heart to be honest. As I think I was about 10 then. So, uh,
0: but I that I Premier League win must've been sweet though. eh?
1: Yeah, I, it, it was just to think. The funny thing was, is it, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it feels a long time ago now. And it was sweet, but winning the FA Cup on Saturday it was a bit more. I, fit, I, I, what you know when you look back, yeah. Over, over a season, sort of like the Premier League is, it's thirty-eight games,
0: mm.
1: isn't it? And and the, the FA Cup was sort of like a one-off event, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's one-off game, pure knockouts, the final is, yeah. pure knockouts, and I think there's just something about it. It was, it was, I think, I. If it's down to me, I'm honestly putting the FA Cup win above the uh, above the Premier League win.
0: Okay, well, as a Liverpool fan, I think I feel very differently about Premier League wins and FA Cup oh, yeah, wins. yeah, oh, you probably will do. But, but, it's, but it's, it's, who am I? Think, I, to, I think it, hmm.
1: you're going, I, I was saying, uh, I, I think it's because it, it's eluded us for we Literally, I think we've been to, we we had the record of going to the most finals and uh,
0: without winning and never winning it. Sure.
1: Um so it was one of these things where we've we've a bit like you were in the Premier League I suppose Liverpool, where
0: you,
1: you hadn't won it for ever how many years or or, 30. or even or and, uh, we haven't we't we hadn't even got to a final in 52 years wow so it's kind of like something crazy so it was yeah big event on Saturday and uh, mo- the most stressed event I've probably had in years and uh, yeah it, it was it was just magical but it was,
0: it was good. That's tremendous, dude. Congratulations to your team. Um, are you guys loving the Brendan Rogers keeping him for another season?
1: Uh, yeah, I love Brendan. <laughs> Honestly, he, I think he's the best manager we've had.
0: If since Ranieri. Going
1: to, like, I'm going to be controversial here. I'm going to get, I love Ranieri for what Ranieri did, but I think he's the best we've had since Nigel Pearson. Okay. I think, I think Ranieri was very good. For that one season, but if you looked at Leicester the season after, we were getting down towards relegation area. Um, come the February, he did well to get us out of the Champions League group and topping us in the Champions League group that year, but outside of the Champions League, we were poor. Um, and 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 to be fair, I think he was right to be sacked. But Brendan Rodgers, he's he came in because I think we had that period after winning the league, um, mm-hmm. where we had Claude Puel. Um, Were we have anybody else between Claude Puel I don't think we did I'm trying to think now no I don't think we did yeah so we had Puel for about two years I think it was might even be less than that I can't remember Um, and it it was I think he got a lot of stick Um, he did but I think he did the right thing of trying to because obviously the Premier League when we were a very counter-attacking team Mm. um, and that seemed to be our only way of playing and I think he, he he tried to bring another string to our bow. Um, um, Puel did, and I think he did a good job ish of doing that. Was, he wasn't most popular with our fans, so he was always going to go. And I think Brendan, he sort of like gave the perfect platform for Brendan mm. to come in and just add that touch of class that he's brought to our team. He's given us a structure, he's given us a bit of an identity, but he's also flexible for in in very fluid in our gameplay sometimes you'll watch us and it looks like we're playing three at the back and and with wing backs and sometimes it looks like a four four two but and and it's and it it, it wins games mm. and I think that's the thing that matters most um, yeah for sure we in so in the two full seasons we've had with him now last season we got to the semi-final of the league cup um I mean I was heartbroken we got knocked out of that against Aston Villa in like the 89th minute or something stupid um we got, we came fifth in the league last oh, year. I mean, and that did. was
0: nearly Premier League. I don't know how you got, I mean, nearly Champions, Champions League. league. Nearly.
1: Yeah, yeah, so close to that. And I think it was, it was just, uh, I don't know. That, that we, we did seem to collapse a bit. Um, I mean, we had the 10 point lead and uh, I, don't, I don't know whether it was a, a mentality thing or. Complacency might have kicked in. Yeah, I, the, the, I remember the Bournemouth game um, last year. We ended up losing 4-1. Siu Chu lost his head, kicked somebody in the net, got sent off, um and there's there's a couple of other moments where we, we just seem to have lost it and uh, slipped. But I think this year it's 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 close, but it's very close. Me- <laughs> very, very mentality close. wise, mm. we we I think I think we've got enough to uh,
0: to see over the over line. line. Yeah. Look, yeah, yeah. we're going to definitely be talking about that. And before we get into the game weeks, I just want to make some notable mentions. I know I never got to talk about game week 35 top point scorers. There was 21 people out of our league that hit 100 plus points. I came out on top with 140. Pumlani, 135. Pushan Naidu with 125. Kaijai Mudli, 122. And Navin Mudli, 121. The, the Mudli family hitting it hard there. Uh, I believe uh, it is a father and then... Um, son and uh, you know how how it goes over there. It's a big football family. Then game week 36, Drew Labor and comes out on top with 68 points. pushan nido again backing up the the two weeks hitting 67 points, uh, followed by Andreas Killer with 66 points. Justin Lloyd back into scoring form, 65 points, followed uh, also with Mario Caldera hitting 65 points. So now I just want to go through this overall. Justin Lloyd is back on top of our league. With 2 3 one, zero points in 60,000 position in the world. Pumlani two three zero eight, So two points off Justin Lloyd with two game weeks ago. He's sitting 64,000 in the world. Andreas Killer on double two nine six, 296. Uh, he's sitting 81,000 in the world. Christoph Fenter double 85,000 in the world. And then Andrew Buntane has dropped quite a bit. In the last game we did not go his way with 48 points on double two four eight. Now, Heading into game week 37, we open up tomorrow evening. and Fortunately, we get to see two games going at one time. Man United versus Fulham. What do you see happening there?
1: Uh, I've liked Fulham this year. I've liked Scott Parker. I thought when he came in to start with, when they came up at the beginning, I thought they, they had these few games where they hadn't got their loan signings in. And I thought they're going to go, they're going to drop like a stone. And I think they brought those line signings in, and, and I've liked them, but they've just not turned those draws into wins that they needed. I think they've got, far, I think they've got the lowest win results, um, but they've just drawn loads of games.
0: Yeah, um, twelve games, yeah.
1: Yeah, they've just drawn them, and uh, I don't know. I, I can't see. I mean, Man United—they've lost two in a row. Um, they'll want that second place. I can't. I can't see much anything else other than, than maybe a Man United win. Um, I, I just can't see it. Uh, maybe a draw, a push, but I couldn't see a Fulham win. And, and it'll, be, it'll be a shock if that, if that happens, but uh, no, I, th- I think probably a uh, I think it'll be a 2-0 t- Man United win, to be honest with you.
0: Okay, and have you got any Man United assets in your FPL team? I, I, I do. I do indeed. I
1: think oh. I've got three. Uh, who,
0: who's uh, who's oh no, I've got two. going Fernandez I, or Greenwood for this game?
1: I've gone Fernandez as my captain. I've captained him. Okay. Uh, and I've got Cavani
0: as well. Well, not a bad option as long as Rashford's on the field with Cavani, you know, where <laughs> the ball's going to be on top of Cavani's head and it's going to be goal time all the time.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. That Cavani um, signed a, he extended contract, I believe, as well. So Man United are looking strong. And I mean, I can't, I know they had lost to you guys and they lost to us. But given there wasn't that break time and everything was right on top of each other, which actually really favoured your your team and my team as well, obviously. You know, because after yeah, they got that Aston Villa win, when they played you guys and you guys got uh, that 2-1 result over them, man, what a night. What a night uh, to to put those points on the board to to push you further up in in third position. I believe you guys are sitting now on 66 points. Yeah, 66. Yeah,
1: 66 points. Four
0: points behind Man United. Now, here's food for thought, Alex. Do you think Leicester can take second position in the league before the the season is done?
1: Uh, No, I don't think so, to be honest. Little failure. To be honest, I just want to get... Anything fourth is good. Mm. Anything above fourth, I I'd take. I, I, I'm not really looking at anything because you, you don't win anything different, do you? Really, coming second, third, or fourth, and and for for little old Leicester like us, I think I'm um, I'm very worried about about Liverpool. I'm okay. very worried about Liverpool. I think who their final two? I think have think got Burnley this week?
0: They do yeah, have they Burnley, Burnley this week, and then they end up, I think, on Southampton. I'll double check that uh, as we go. And mentioning Southampton. Southampton do play, I uh, know, Liverpool end off against Crystal Palace. But going back to Southampton, Southampton play Leeds at the same time Man United are playing Fulham. Now, if uh, if all things, like you said, there's not much to play for, there's not much to play for for either Leeds or Southampton. But uh, as we've seen with my uh, free-to-play bragging rights league, bragging rights is, is relatively important. Um, and especially you've seen this change in Southampton or Recently, I mean, they've come off the the back of two wins now. They got their win against Crystal Palace. They got their win over Fulham. Can can they get can they get the, that ball over the line against that free spirited team of Leeds that seem to score when they're on their day? They're they're scoring goals. Their last two games, three one over Tottenham, and then four 0 over Burnley. Seven goals in the last two games. Do you see anything changing for for Leeds walking into this match?
1: Uh-huh. I think I think Southampton are a very dogged team. If you know what I mean, they. Mm. I, th- I think, and, and Leeds. I, I, I've seen because I think Bielsa's said a couple of his players. I, I read this earlier that, that I think it's um, Klitsch and somebody else, and they can. Uh, he's basically sent them on their holidays. So I don't know how much of Southampton are going to be on the holidays. Um, I mean, not Southampton Leeds players are going to be on the holidays. Um, but to be fair, I, I could. I think it'll be. I think it'll be tight, but I think Leeds will come out on top. I don't think it'll be as free-scoring, but uh, a, a couple of goals here and there, maybe a two-one. I can see that happening. I think. Uh, did they keep clean sheets? in even they got a clean sheet against Burnley, didn't they?
0: Yeah, but I don't but think they've done continuing. it any other t- the, well, They've done it in the season. I'm sure. I'm sure they've. Yeah, they've yeah. had normal draws, but I don't. I don't know how many. Uh, goals to null that they've actually had throughout the season. So, I mean, obviously, if you've been following the pod, which I'm sure you have, we've been talking about how Leeds have been pretty much balanced on goals going forward as well as in defence, and this is really the first time they've put more goals in than they've conceded. So, if anything is true to form, it looks like it could be a 4-0 Southampton victory, (laughs) which will bring Leeds back to their... (laughs) Uh, 16 wins, 16 draws, and then same goal scored as conceded. Uh, I hear what you're saying. Now the problem with Leeds, like uh, with Leeds, like you're saying, cock has gone off, Costas off, click uh, clitches off, uh, all yeah. ruled out at least. Adam Forshaw and Hernandez is uh, Hernandez is a late fitness test to see if he'll be be making it back. However, you look at a lot of those players, Leeds have heads. What? what can be considered a form of squad depth that is there. They can get goals from around the pitch. Southampton trying to build at the end of the season. I think this is going to be a very interesting match. And for the first time in a long time, I think Southampton are going to be at home and could potentially be favorites and rock uh, leads um, a little bit uh, of, you know, that confidence that Leeds is building. But like you said, with some injuries, some people going home, the mentality in the the camp must be like, okay, boys, we've done our job. We're not going any further. You know, we don't need to push too hard. Do we want to risk injury before the holiday season arrives? Now, the same can be said for Southampton, but except Southampton haven't said that they're sending any players away early. You know what I mean?
1: Sorry, you cut out then. Yeah,
0: sorry. Anyway, okay, so, so what I'm saying is with Southampton, obviously haven't sent any players out uh, home early. There's been no talk of that. I don't see Southampton switching off the way that Leeds uh, switch off, uh, if you if you get what I'm saying. So I think Southampton might be the the favourite in for, for this match and looking at attacking assets in this game as opposed to defensive assets on either side of the field might be worth it.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I think I'm I've, I've not going to do the Southampton in, But I've gone for Rafina since he's been... I mean, I had him in there ever, even whilst he was injured because mm. um, I wasn't sure when he was coming back in. But uh, I've started in the past couple of game weeks. And I think he's he picked up six, didn't he? I think at the weekend. I think he picked up some more the weekend before. But uh, I can't remember exactly. But He does yeah, create no,
0: plenty uh, of chances. And that and that, that is the big thing for them. And Leeds know how to create chances. So, yeah, you're you're always looking primed. With a person like Rafinha, to to get those um, assist points, like while he's pulling strings in the midfield.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he got he got four one week and six last week. But I think he's he's one of those players that will always, like you say, he'll always be creative and he's always got a chance of scoring a goal or assisting, mm-hmm. um, and hopefully getting some bonus points as well in the mix of that. Um, so yeah, no, I completely agree with
0: that. I'm surprised he scored. Um, I don't want to say as little as he has scored this season in terms of uh, FPL points, but he, he, his ceiling doesn't seem. And I know Jeremy speaks about ceilings. I know Harrison has got uh, the most points for them in the midfield, but his ceiling, sorry, does seem to be greater than any other midfielder in the in the Leeds outfit. Okay, so that will be an interesting game. I'm going Southampton for that one. You're you're sticking for uh, maybe a Leeds, eh?
1: Yeah,
0: I'm I'm going Leeds to be honest. Okay, well, another game that's going to be interesting. Man City, Man City with Ferran Torres, the surprise, surprise. So if anyone had him in FPL, it would have been a great, great day. Man City travelled to Brighton. Brighton have come off another draw, one-one uh, with West Ham. Now, look, the job is done there, at Brighton. You know what do they have to show? What do they have to do? You know, it's it's two games to go. Uh, how much do they have riding on it compared to a team like Man City? I'll tell you what they've got riding on it. Brighton want to beat the champions. Man City have nothing to gain from this game.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I think Man City, these these next two games, they probably just want them out of the way, don't they? Focus on that Champions League final and try and not get as many injuries or try and avoid any injuries to key players. I I don't think they're playing any of their main lot. 'Cause it what's the need? What's the need? Cause you you don't want to play it like a Mares or somebody like that and then get injured and then rules them out the cup final. It's 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 just daft. So uh, yeah, I, I I mean Man City, whoever you bring in and take out, they've just got quality all around, mm. haven't they? So it's 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 whatever Man City side put out, you'd sort of expect them to win. Um and I think that'd be the same, I mean, even with like Brighton. I think even if Brighton played to their best and Man City aren't 100%, say Man City at 80%, you'd still expect Man City to win.
0: Yeah, but that's but, because Man City probably have three first teams. Oh,
1: well, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. Hmm. They've got such a big squad that it, it doesn't affect them. Even if, say, they make so many changes and stuff like that, you'd still expect them to win because they have got that massive squad where they could probably, be, I think, they could take out a whole. If they, they literally took out their whole starting 11, like their full strength squad, mm. if they could pick their top 11, take everybody out and place everybody else on the bench and stuff, they'd probably still finish in the top four.
0: <laughs> it's it's madness to believe that, the, but it's it's probably true. Um, yeah. Actually, no. You know what? I'm going to say that they wouldn't because I have to give more credit to teams like. United, Leicester, Chelsea, Liverpool, and Tottenham, I'm sure, could beat City's second-string side. So I, ha- I have maybe, to put that maybe, there. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have some faith, Alex. You've got to have some faith in your team. You already told me that uh, you didn't have that much faith walking into the FA Cup. You guys got the job done. Um, Man City playing Brighton. Brighton have to have faith as well. And Danny Welbeck, I mean, he's he's been turning in some, some good results of late. He's been getting on the score sheet. Uh, There's nothing to say that he can't do that, especially if you have a weakened City defense, because a weakened City defense can be got at. The question is, can you outscore them? Because they'll probably still go forward and score goals. You know, I think uh, Aguero is injured. He's got a muscle strain. But Gabriel Jesus might play, might still play. Sterling might still play. So, So there's a whole bunch of options for Man City still, but... Defensively, and we've seen that in teams. When you take out the heart and soul of a defense, every good team is uh, built around a solid defense. If they don't have that defense, Brighton, who have had a lot of promise this season, you've heard Jeremy and Andreas throughout the whole season uh, speak highly of them. You know, it's possible that they can get out there and eventually get a win, or at least a draw, to pull the points off. And with, uh, like I said, Welbeck scoring two goals in the last three games nothing is impossible so things are
1: there i did see a pretty good stat about brighton actually they've got one of the best um expected goals Mm. in the i think they've actually got the best expected goals in the league
0: the the biggest Um, creator chances in the box yeah
1: yeah yeah and the um and one of the best defensively as well Yet they seem to be uh where are they? They're like near the bottom of the league, yeah. aren't they?
0: They're, they're, yeah. They've managed to avoid relegation. They've scored 37 goals all season. Terrible. Uh, yeah. Considering the stat that you've just said. They've conceded 42, which is not the worst. So no, their conceding not, hasn't been the, the problem. I,
1: mm. I think they've just not got that. I think I think when they saw Mope, I did think he... Because he, he, he did turn up in the championship. Yeah, um, And I thought, oh, we... He might be one of those players that makes a step up from the championship to the Premier League and becomes a, a not a twenty goal a season Premier League striker, but somebody that will get between twelve and fifteen goals a season. A bit like maybe a bit like Danny Ings. Um yeah. who sometimes does have that one season where they go a bit higher. But he's been a little bit disappointing to be honest, in my in my opinion. And uh,
0: you, I don't know if you remember, I actually uh, I, I captained him a bunch of times at the beginning of the season because of all yeah. the praise that was coming from the seasoned uh, FPL players. And uh, yeah. needless to say, uh, I, I have fallen very much out of uh, out of love, let's put it that way, uh, with, uh, with Brighton and Malpay It has not worked. However, the next game, the next game, the one that closes off Tuesday. Is got This probably holds the most interest for me out of all the Premier League games apart from the Liverpool game on the weekend. Uh, a repeat of the FA Cup final, Chelsea at Stamford Bridge are bringing in Leicester City who just, uh, who just beat them. Now, you guys on 66 points. If you guys get that three points, it's done and dusted Champions League guaranteed. Yes. You guys get a draw...
1: Got Mostly
0: guaranteed.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't
0: you get yeah. a loss over there, and Liverpool get a win? We're sitting on the same points, and we're both points. one point behind Chelsea.
1: And I think Liverpool have got better goal difference as well, haven't they?
0: Uh, I actually think it's entirely the same. Yeah, entirely the same. Uh, we've scored 63. Exactly. Yeah, you you've guys have got more goals scored, 65-44, and we've gone yeah. 63-42 with Chelsea 55-33. So goal difference yeah. 21, 21, and 22. So goal difference is going to play a massive part in this. Alex, take me through the yeah. game of Chelsea versus Leicester on Tuesday night. Oh, Tell me about your thoughts.
1: I, I am obviously... A bit See, I'll tell you what. I'll talk about the weekend first, and I'll go into the next bit. I, I was kind of shocked about the lineup that they put out at the weekend. I, I, in my mind, it's sort of like when Chilwell came on in the second half. I thought he he looked, he looked like their best player, and uh, he 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 gave them something different. And I, I couldn't work out their wing backs because they they played wing backs, but they they had reached James playing as as their right sided. Centre back, um, mm-hmm. in a back three, and it just seemed a bit negative. Now I can't see them doing that on one day, Tuesday. I can't see them doing that. I think I think they'll want to go for it. I think they'll want the win. They have, to win. They, they have to win. they have maybe, to win, really, don't they? Mm. they? I don't think I don't think a draw's because then it's 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 complete. Is it out of their hands?
0: It is completely out of their hands if it's a draw, because what will then happen is you yes. guys play Spurs in the final game. And uh, they play Aston Villa Liverpool, yeah. you know, obviously like I said We're playing a very tough uh, Crystal Palace Who've come off uh, another win I'm just saying yep. So uh, back to Chelsea versus Leicester Alex, take us through your thoughts there So,
1: so yeah, no, I think I think oh, I think it might be another 1-0 Not to us Or it might be I think it's going to be a, a, a typical Leicester Old school counter-attack game I don't think we're going to take our games to Chelsea. I think we're going to sit back and we're going to try and counter them. I think we're going to soak up pressure. A bit like we did in the first half and a bit like we did in the cup final. Just mm. try and frustrate them a bit. I think we're very good at that. Actually, and our, and our record against the top six sides this year,
0: or the traditional top six, is
1: actually, I think, is the best in the league, I think.
0: I wouldn't be surprised you guys have dominated. I think
1: we've beat, we, we have beaten, I think, every every team in the top six. We've beaten Chelsea, we've beaten Spurs, we've beaten, um, oh, I say every team in the top six, you know what I mean? The, the mm. traditional top six that everybody talks about. Um, beating Chelsea, Liverpool, Man United, Man City, we've all done that. And, and the blueprint's been kind of the same, where, where we'd sit back, soak up the pressure and hit them on the break and, and work it that way and, 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 and steal results in a way. I think, I think if you look at the Liverpool game... Is it example, stealing if you
0: do it all the time, or is that just yeah. game plan? It's, it's game plan, but
1: some people say it's stealing, will not it? If, if you're a Liverpool fan, you look back at the, that Liverpool game where, where, where we, we literally stole it in the final 10 minutes and scored three goals. I mean, it was a little bit of a calamity, really, in a way. I, I blame still, us, though.
0: I, I must be honest with you. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I felt we could have put it uh, to bed. And the team yeah. that makes better, better chances No one, When you look back at the stats It doesn't tell you about possession and shots on target Or shots no. at all It tells you about goals in the end If you get the job done, exactly. you get the job done
1: You get the job done, yeah
0: Do you think you guys no, can get the job done?
1: Oh, I, th- I, think be, I think we can get the job done I don't, I don't, I don't think we'll lose
0: Okay that's that's excellent. See, Jeremy does the same thing with Newcastle as well. He's forever yeah. uh, preaching against his own team. And uh, I find it very difficult because I maybe it's one of those, you've got to speak things into belief that your yeah. your team can go out there and get 38 wins in a season. You know what I mean? Yeah. Albeit 1-0s, but you've got to believe they can walk out there in every game and win. Case in point, you guys are four points of Manchester United who possibly, based on how they're feeling, maybe they go on holiday too. If you win your next two and Man- Manchester United only get uh, get two draws, okay, now you'll probably lose that on goal difference. But you, you know what I'm saying. It's it's still possible for you guys to finish second. It's still second. possible, yeah. But 69 is the magic number. You are three yes. points away from guaranteed Champions League spot. You draw with Chelsea. You're not that far away. Then they are sitting behind you. By two points again, because it will be sixty-seven, sixty-five. Then it goes to the last day. Then it's yeah, in your I hands.
1: It, I think if we get two draws as well, I think it will.
0: No, two no. draws is a problem. They can they can still land up on seventy points. Same, they'll
1: be on same. Can they?
0: Yeah, no, they'll be on seventy points. The thing is, Liverpool is because Liverpool's sitting in fifth. Uh, two wins over there for Liverpool would land what up. Yeah, but however, yeah. the difference is. You and Chelsea cannot both win this next match. Somebody's dropping. No, that's points.
1: just it. That's somebody dropping points. Exactly. Both, yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, so I, uh,
0: for you, for you, Alex, I'll be screaming for Leicester. I think. Please Actually, do. I don't know if please I will. Please do. I, I'm, a draw kind of works for me. I'll just throw that out there. That uh, that means does, we can put honest. both of you um, before the <laughs> before the end of the <laughs> season. <And laughs> I think, I, I I think it draws.
1: I wouldn't mind a draw, to be honest, because then at least you know we know it's it's still in our hands. Correct. I think a, a loss Spurs. takes against Spurs. I think we could beat Spurs, to be honest.
0: I, I wouldn't be surprised. Right Spurs, at. Spurs have uh, have blown hot and cold. Um, and just the last little bit of confidence there for you is Chelsea did lose to Arsenal. Then they went and lost to you guys. They might not be having the greatest the uh, greatest run. Maybe they've no, peaked too early. Not. And it's come to an end. So, And they might might just be focusing on the Champions League final right now. And they might have forgotten about the league. Saying it might be there. Now, I'm not saying like really forgotten. But the focus might not be entirely on the league right now. They might be thinking about the games coming ahead. Anyway, so that closes our Tuesday night. Um, I hope you don't lose. Let's put it that way. Uh, I, hope I hope Leicester don't, don't lose. lose. I don't necessarily hope that Leicester win. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. So so whatever happens, it, it is all important for, for the Liverpool game, which we'll get into just now. The other side of Merseyside, Everton are at home to Wolves. They open up on Wednesday night with three games playing at the same time, uh, Newcastle versus Sheffield and Spurs versus Villa. But we'll hit that Everton-Wolves game. Everton... I think the disappointment must be they've just come off a Sheffield United loss. I mean, did you see that happening? No, but
1: at the same time, I'm not shocked. Why? I think I just I'm not convinced by Everton.
0: I'm, I'm glad you, you say that, though, uh, because if they did win, they would have been on 59 points tied with Tottenham and West Ham, which would have meant that last game would have been going um, the, the last. <laughs> look, it, it can they can still make European spots. It hasn't been yeah. 100% de- decided, but they, they've definitely taken their uh, Champions League uh, chances completely away. Keep and, away and now they're chasing Tottenham and West Ham again. Tottenham's last game being against uh, Leicester, so it's a very tough game for Tottenham, where West Ham's last game is against Southampton and they're playing West Brom this week, you kind of expect West Ham to step up but Everton still have an outside shot and they're playing against a Wolves team who have been a shadow of their previous selves
1: Yeah I think it's not out with losing Jota for them Um, and uh, I like Pedro Neto. I think he, he he's a good player, mm. um, and then also Jimenez, just getting his injury. I think Destroyed so much their of their play, so 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 much of their play went through him, and and it just yeah, it, it just ruined it a bit for them. To be honest, and uh, I think it was always going to be uphill f- for Wolves from then. Um, with that, obviously they got the young, the young Fabio, Fabio Silver, yeah. Um, they got him, and they are just not scored enough. I don't think, um, and or created enough. And uh, I, I, nah, they're just a mid-table Premier League side this year. I think, and they've they've been pushing those sort of like Europa League spaces for the past two seasons, and this year they've regressed. And I don't think recruitment's been great for them. And yeah, they've just regressed a bit. They're not. They're one of these teams where they're not going to get relegated. They're not going to get challenge for Europe this year and they just get a couple of results here and there and they're one of these teams you kind of you kind of just forget about do you know what I mean Yeah. It, 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 I've, I've not touched any of their players really this year in, in FPL I think I had Neto for a few weeks early on in the season um, but the rest of it I've just not picked them because they've been hot and cold
0: 100% and, right. And yeah, I've had some meadow at stages as well, so that, yeah. uh, that didn't quite pan out. But Everton, 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 Everton. How is that any different to Everton right now? Their season, apart from initial highs, have followed from that to be quite forgettable as well. The, there is a lot of quality there that has not been utilized cor- correctly. Now, we, they've praised Ancelotti at the beginning. Uh, Are we still praising Ancelotti Um,
1: I think it's a tricky one. No. I wouldn't praise him. I think he's done an okay job. They've just been like Everton of of the past, really. Mm. You know what I mean? They've always been... I think they had a couple of... When David Moyes was there, they had that time, didn't they, a period where they were challenging top four top five David Boyce left and ever since then they've just been a bit nearly there do you know what I mean they're, they're, they're there but they're but not there but they're, yeah. they're close But they're, they're never they, they lose games here and there that you probably wouldn't expect them to lose and they've never made that gap and I think people thought when Ancelotti came in he's going to be the manager to bridge that gap he's going to bring in these players he put in it
0: showed their promise at the beginning it looked like it they they looked like they were going to be power
1: it it was it
0: was because who did I
1: can't what James James Rodriguez Mm -hmm. I think it's how you pronounce I'm really bad when it comes to pronunciation James James. yeah James Mm -hmm. Um, when they because at the beginning of the season he was he was on some crazy form Um, but now I watched him the other day and I was like really and Where's it gone? And uh, Calvert Lewin still pops up a goal here and there, but he's not been banging the middle at the same rate he was at the beginning of the season, was he? He was getting hat tricks nearly, not nearly every week, but he's getting a hat trick or a couple of goals here and there, and it was uh, a. Henry
0: Charlton's completely fallen off. It, it, yeah, you're yeah. right. We don't know where the goals are going to come from for Everton, and I mean they couldn't put past one past the second worst defense in the in the league, being Sheffield United, no. on this past weekend. So. Whew. Pick, pick a winner over there, man. I'm going to go nil-nil draw. Nil-nil draw. So, so you're saying yeah. if you're going to pick out any assets, it's going to be in the defence?
1: In the defence, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to pick any of them, but I've not picked any Wolves or Everton players since the beginning of the season. But, yeah, I'd go defensive for these guys. Like you say, maybe a tomato in case Wolves do get a goal or something like that. But be, yeah,
0: if it goes the other way. And then, if, and then you lose
1: points, don't
0: you? But it's, yeah, I, I don't know. Well, yeah, Dina or
1: Tomato—that's who I'd go with. Or, or maybe, actually, what's what's Pickford's price at the moment? I don't know
0: how much he I, is. I, but I, I don't think I'd ever pick Pickford. I, I, I wouldn't I, pick. Pickford, I don't. No. I don't mean to sound horrible, but it's just no, no, no. He has moments of what looks—he like... He pulls off these amazing saves. Now that's another thing. Um, Is he pulling off amazing saves because his positioning is poor at the beginning? Uh, So his anticipation is poor, and then that has to force him into these amazing saves. And it's when you look at quality keepers for a large part of the time. Quality keepers seem to be like, oh, they never do anything. The ball just kicked right at them. It's like, maybe he's positioning himself in the right spot, and you're seeing those things. Now, okay, so we're in agreement that Everton Wolves will be a dull affair. And yeah. I say that, and then DCL comes out there and scores a hat-trick. And then it's again, what do I know about football or FPL? But it is my rookie season, to, to be totally fair, so I'll, I'll take that on the chin. Now, Newcastle versus Sheffield United. Um, this will decide... Well, it's, I know it's already been decided, but uh, Newcastle can say at least they're not the worst United in the Premier League. And then making that final statement... I think Newcastle come out there. I know they've just come off that 3-4 loss, two-man city, and prior to that, getting the 4 to win over Leicester, which, uh, which started what could potentially have been a very bad time for you guys prior to Chelsea losing to Arsenal. I think you, yeah. you, were, were, you were quite relieved when uh, Chelsea lost to Arsenal, but... Uh, I was. Newcastle... And when, we beat
1: Man United, sorry? and when we beat Man United as well, I thought that was it, to be honest. And we lost to Newcastle on the Friday And then I thought we're going to go into that Man United game And we're going to lose that So I was extremely relieved Come the end of last game week That we were above Chelsea Yeah. Having them lost and us won
0: That no, um, helps plenty so yeah, no. But now Newcastle They're getting the ball in the back of the net And if you're an FPL man Tip for this week Get some Newcastle cover in there Sooner rather than Later because it's quite possible Newcastle who have had potential in the previous games they go off this week against Sheffield United there's not much to say about Sheffield yes they got the win over Everton but Newcastle is playing some attractive free flowing some fun football and there should be goals they have scored they have scored 7 goals in their last two games
1: St. Maxman's came back from injury and he's He's transformed the he, Really,
0: the that, that team is amazing, and, and yeah, Alan Saint Max. What, what a what a what a gentleman, as well on and off the pitch. As far as I understand, he uh, filled with respect uh, right round the board. And if he is continuing continuing to to transition that ball as well as he does, and with his flowing runs that he, that he goes forward, you know, bounding down there. That there is potential for him to do something amazing. Now, is he the guy that is he the guy that gets the the assistors assist? Does he assist the assistor? And that's usually that's the problem. You're never going to get that same value from an FPL aspect as you do no. when you see him in the game, the way that he does transition that ball.
1: It'd be good if he did, it, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, it I, I would like to assisted. see that.
1: One point here and there. I think Yuri Tillemans would have lots more points in FPL if he did. The amount of times he does a cracking and pass and it just gives the other person a, a tapping, basically, because they just slide it across and whatnot. Sometimes, because sometimes you have those, don't you, in FPL, where you start there thinking, or a KDB will slide a ball into somebody and she cuts the whole defence apart. And then all you have a or somebody like that, who probably has the easiest pass of his life, just square into somebody, just tap it in. And you start there thinking, the genius sort of KDB doing this amazing pass doesn't get the appreciation of FPL and he needs it, he needs it. Um, but yeah, no, I, it, it is one of the annoying things, but I, I get it at the same time.
0: Now, look, I, I've advocated from the beginning of the podcast to see defensive midfielders getting a different type of uh, point scoring system, especially the transition guys that uh, create the assist for the assister. Um, I have said that, you know, when you look at Nicolo Kante at Chelsea and go back to Chelsea but when I talk about Chelsea obviously how amazing he is Uh, you've seen guys like that throughout the years Um, all your defensive midfielders that transition that ball so nicely and they don't get the the praise that they should so yeah Alain St. Max maybe not your best FPL asset but definitely a Newcastle asset and then all you have to do is pick the right person that's going to be Passing the ball to, like you said, the guy scoring the goal, in and about the goal. So it's going to be a very interesting, interesting watch to see just how many goals Newcastle can get past Sheffield uh, in that game. Then off to off to uh, the Spurs into London Stadium. Spurs are hosting Aston Villa. Aston Villa. <sighs> Aston Villa. You kind of thought with Grealish coming back, you thought you know it's. Things are going to change, and then bam, Crystal Palace, introduction to uh, Tariq Mitchell, who who played <laughs> cheapest <laughs> defender in FPL at the beginning. I had him on my my team because he was constantly playing week in week out. They said, I you think know. everybody did, not they? Yeah, but and then you thought, okay, then he, then he's uh, I can't remember who came back from fitness to fitness. Then Tyreek didn't um, play, and now all of a sudden Tyreek's playing again, and then bam, gets it a goal and an assist in a game. Aston Villa got shut down um over there. So which is what we're getting back to is Aston Villa managed to get two goals and I think I don't think what's the name Grealish obviously didn't start the game, but he was back on the field. And you thought they, they might be they might be starting to you know they could extend with Grealish coming on because it was two one at the time. When Grealish came on, 2-1 to Aston Villa, and then Grealish came yeah. on and, and two goals for two goals for Crystal Palace. Like, how did it go the other way? Was there an expectation for that to happen? Do you think maybe Aston Villa can get it right this weekend? And uh, I, I'm not sure, dude. I'm not convinced, I must be honest with you. Uh, especially against a team like Spurs.
1: Yeah, oh, they got Spurs this weekend. I haven't looked at that. Mm. Oh, they do, don't I? I don't know what's happened to them because... They're another team that, that come the crunch time of the season. They've just dropped off, haven't they? Yeah. They, 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 well when Grealish got come, injured. I mean, yeah, when Grealish got injured, that's just a big, a big, big, big loss. for the, and, and it'd be a big loss for any team. I think it I think he gets into every team in the league, to be honest. Yeah. When he's fit Play and playing like well, he probably gets into every team in the league. Um and to be fair, I think it's unfair to put the blame on him when he's coming back from injury or saying it's all on his shoulders. He's, he's going to try and recover his fitness. I think, obviously, he wants to go to the Euros. Do you think um, we put
0: that on his shoulder? Do you think the fans put that on his shoulder? Or do you think the team actually puts it on his shoulder because he carried them at the beginning? I'm,
1: I think people expect Relish to uh, come back as he is. But like, in, he's, he's been out for a couple of months now, hasn't he? Mm, there With has been that rust. It's going to take any player to come back, and you, you're not going to see him do it in his first game back, where he where he's going to come in and absolutely carry them again, and everything like that. And I don't think he'll be fully fit, even if he does get picked for the Euros. I don't think you'd see a a, a Jack Grealish, a, a fit, fully functioning Jack Grealish, until probably maybe second group stage game if he gets chosen, mm. just because he hasn't got that fitness that that you need in order to play at your full capacity so For sure. uh, I, 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 I can't see they seem to lack that little bit of creativity right
0: it started mm. to look like it was coming right and I think I, I think we spoke about that a couple of weeks ago it started yeah. to look like Aston Villa was starting to put some things together it's no longer uh, Jack Grealish's Aston Villa team and then yeah he comes back from fitness at the time when they started to look more creative and it, it feels like they've gone back into that slump they expected to play the way they used to play so they hasn't they they've regressed from from all the strides that they made the other side of that field is a man who's playing for golden boot tied with uh, Mo Salah right now I think they're on 22 goals apiece Harry Kane what type of damage can Harry Kane do to I mean an, a weakened Aston Villa side
1: I mean, it, I don't think Spurs' problem is Harry Kane, is it? I think Harry Kane will always get you goals mm. and he'll always be that focal point up top. It's just whether he can, A, get the service he needs and, B, the midfield slash defence, which always seems to be the bits that crumble for Spurs, whether they hold out and actually back for what he needs. I think Kane, he, he'll cause any team trouble. You give him half a chance and he'll score it. Um, He's he's been like that for now, four, five, eight seasons probably.
0: Pure quality, natural finisher.
1: Natural finishing. Um, He's he's top class. Um, And Spurs, the rest of them, other than Son, you look at the rest of them and you're just a bit disappointed by them do you know what I mean it's it's a lack of I mean, consistency
0: um, I think that the Spurs fans probably feel and I know they've been enjoying the Hoiberg who had a really good game this past this past game but it's yeah. it has not been it has not been smooth sailing for them because they might actually just be a little bit too one-dimensional and I know they did they've had a manager change obviously in the season uh that was quite uh, quite something that you know, they, they have to go through. They're, there's always going to be the initial um, a new manager, a new lease of life kind of thing, but at some point in time, the dust needs to settle and they kind of need to perform. But the thing is, you look at a game like Spurs versus Aston Villa and you really think Spurs can put Villa to the sword if Grealish is yeah. not on. I don't
1: know. I can see any going the other way, to be honest. Okay. I I'd I seriously that. I, I I have no. It's just a spursy thing. It's just a spursy thing to do. I mean, I'd rather them win tomorrow on Wednesday and lose the weekend after.
0: <laughs> I'm sure. Why <laughs> is there any reason for that? Have you got any, uh, oh, any no, anything riding know. on that? Eh?
1: Hey? Just Champions League Champions places and that.
0: What second you um, eat it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: so uh, no, it's uh, but I, I, I could see. I wouldn't time. That, if Spurs actually turn up. I, I'm not convinced in Ryan Mason being as their long term manager.
0: I know. For I think sure.
1: he's just a stopgap till the end of the season. A bit of a yes man. Try and take away the deflection from the uh, ESL a little bit, in my opinion. Um, and I think, yeah, it's just it's just yeah, I, I, I can't. I can see Aston Villa getting a result.
0: Well, whether that's look, a draw. I hope you're right, though, uh, and I, purely because I have I have uh, Kane in my in my forwards and I have Watkins in my forwards currently. I haven't decided mm-hmm. on any changes yet, so on both sides I can it can work for me. Except I've got Target in defence, but we'll we'll see how how that goes. And then okay, so I'm going Spurs. I think Spurs. Monster Villa, you can see Villa either getting a draw or a result over there, and you're hoping for Spurs to obviously not feature in the final, uh, final match because they might have nothing to play for if Spurs win, yeah, and Everton don't get a result or West Ham don't get a result, Spurs are through to, through to Europe, so then hopefully they can they can take their foot off the gas in the final Champions League, they can uh, they can um, it's. It's possible they would land up on 64 points, but then their goal difference has to be massive and Chelsea have to lose both games.
1: That's not happening then, is
0: it? Yeah, so, well, it's possible. I mean, guys, it's possible. It's a Premier League. Anything can happen. You guys can even get second spot, I'm just saying. So (laughs) throw that out there. Okay, so then we we head off to Crystal Palace versus Arsenal, another London derby of sorts. Um, Crystal Palace coming off a win. Arsenal coming off three wins in a row. Uh, Have they really? Yeah, they beat Newcastle 2-0, they beat West Brom 3-1, and then they beat Chelsea 1-0, which landed up keeping you guys above them. So, Arsenal are are going back-to-back, well, three games in a row. Um, Crystal Palace hopefully, well, they're hoping to go back-to-back wins. But from an Arsenal side of things, you're looking at that Smith-Rowe has had quite a run in their team. Of late, he has been looking like like their man for for the last yep. couple of games. Literally the last couple of games. Now is it a point where you you put him into your FPL side? Um, is it you're getting? Are you are you chasing the points after the points are already on the board? That could quite possibly ha- happen. Although Crystal Palace, again they've gone. They beat Sheffield United. They lost to Southampton, and then they beat Aston Villa. You know there has to be some form of confidence over there. Can Crystal Palace do it another week in a row, or can Arsenal make it four in a row? And to be totally honest with you, I see this one being a very dull affair, and it's going to be a one 0 win, but on either side, I think it's going to be one chance on either side, and that's going to decide how the game goes.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not Arsenal's biggest fan, to be honest. And and uh, neither Crystal Palace and. Uh, I, I can see. I think you're probably right, to be honest. I can't see goals flying in left, right, and centre. I think it might be a, a one-nil, even a 0 nil um, I, I was shocked when you said Arsenal have won three games in a row. Uh, <laughs> it hadn't occurred to me. They must have did that. Had they lost in the Europa League
0: between that? Uh, I'm, I sure, they that, must I'm sure they have. I'm sure they have. Um yeah and yeah. the the games was the second of the fifth, the ninth of the fifth, and then the twelfth yeah, of the yeah. fifth and again- which is strange that they're literally one point behind Everton currently right now in the table. there is an outside outside chance of them making a European position, but then again, Tottenham and West Ham have to drop points or have yeah. to not make any points so European they've spots much to play narrow, for, I suppose sorry I
1: think they've I think they've got a bit more motivation than Crystal Palace
0: Agreed.
1: So I mean I think I think I think Arsenal have had stick throughout the season I think Crystal Palace have probably achieved what they set out to do which is finish in the league stay in the league not have to worry about a relegation scrap yeah. but not really bothered about challenging for European spots I think they're probably on the beach already. Um, and I think Arsenal maybe Have want something. to try and save yeah. sa- save face a little bit and uh, actually get some results at the end of the season to go into the next season with maybe a bit of not Arsenal kind of bad vibes.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, and if that is the case, maybe saying that a 1 0 win for Arsenal might not actually be it then. If Crystal Palace is on the beach already, if they're on the beach already, Arsenal have the potential to open up a floodgates. They have people that have the ability to score hat tricks. Although it's only happened once all season, and I think he hasn't scored many more goals than that, but Aubameyang still, he still has that ability to do it, and there's no reason why he can't come out there and pull it off. Considering Crystal Palace have already conceded yep. 61 goals. This season, so they can Oosh. and have taken a hammering from time to time. Yeah. Okay, so um, so we we're going to say if it is going to win, if there is going to be a win, it's going to be on Arsenal's side. We're not saying how far, but it could be a scrappy affair. Yeah, man. Okay. Now off to the most important game on <laughs> the most important game on Wednesday night, as far as you're concerned. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not seeing you wearing your claret uh, colours right now. But I'm pretty Karen sure come, blue. come Wednesday night, you're a, you're a big Burnley man. As Burnley I take on be Liverpool, I am a big
1: Burnley man, hundred percent big Burnley man. Well, Sean I hope Chelsea beat you be guys then.
0: <laughs> Pardon, I said I hope Chelsea beat you guys in. Uh, <laughs>
1: you know what though, I was fuming with West Brom at the weekend.
0: Yes, what? Uh, no,
1: nah, I. But I would, I would, uh I, I can see a draw to be
0: honest. What? I, I, you know, the problem is I see it too. I, I, yeah. The the problem with Liverpool all season has been the the final the final ball has not been good enough. At times, it looks like they've tried to pass the ball in as opposed to starting to pepper the goals with uh, shots from outside the box. Which would at least yeah. force the defenders to come out and create that space into w- in which to run, instead of trying to dribble and pass away into that space. And Burnley is a team that knows how to sit back and absorb pressure. I know they've only scored thirty-three goals all season, but if you look yeah. look amongst them, apart from Brighton, they've also they've conceded the the least or second least. Sorry, third least in the bottom half of the table. So the the bottom 10 teams, they've conceded the the third least, albeit 51 goals. Yeah. So they do know how to defend. Um, yeah. Liverpool know how to press and attack with, with in terms of pressure and passing. And, you know, possession is pressure in a sense, but you don't want to be reliant on your goalie in the 94th minute to come running <laughs> into the box to score a goal, and uh, Alison, uh thank you so much. As a Liverpool fan, you you have changed my life. In those in those last few seconds, I I was a non-believer. You don't think? He's... Briefly, and then then I believe it. Do to recommend
1: again. putting a bet on this weekend then, of uh, Allison first goal scorer?
0: Sure. Uh I, I don't know I don't know I don't quite know how that's going to happen he could he could be the last goal scorer I'm
1: only really joking you know
0: <laughs> it could happen no dude you said I, that's uh, that's the game I actually that's the industry in which I work so uh, oh. in, in in forms of betting um I bet you you'll get I, I bet you you'll get good odds on Allison being at least if he if he happens to make it onto the score sheet this week it must be I'd like astronomical to-
1: I'd love to know if anybody had put, um, put a bed down on that at the weekend.
0: And, and when last did you see a goalkeeper score uh, a goal in the Premier League? I think you have to go back as far as Peter Smichael is the last time I can really remember.
1: Um, no, there's been a few since then. Begovic, Stoke, he did it. Um,
0: okay. Well, I suppose it was games I needed to be watching.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tim Howard's done it. Um there's been a couple, but yeah, like you say, it's not often. Is it, and I think that's the first time I've seen it from a goalkeeper coming up from a corner and planting a like a beautiful header
0: from Blance a corner. That, oh no, it was tremendous. Yeah. Um, starting to think maybe he should be we we should be we bring him up for Playing every up corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He has got a good jump on him, but yeah. So Burnley versus Liverpool, uh, we are expecting the other side of that Golden Boot challenge to again come out there and. Uh, Again, and I know they mentioned it, they don't want to share the golden boot. No no person wants to share the golden boot. Salah shared it last season with Mane and Aubameyang. So to to see him currently right now, even Steven, with uh, Harry Kane, who does play at the two hours prior to the kickoff, he'll know just as many goals as he needs to score. So if Harry Kane has a big day, <clears throat> you can almost be certain that Salah wants to have a big, day two. so from that aspect if you are looking at assets you still can't go wrong with the guys that are chasing the golden boot spots because inherently strikers are selfish as they should be they all want that don't they they all do and, and you want your striker to want that otherwise you do land up in a situation where you have like a Roberto Firmino for Liverpool who doesn't there's times I'm thinking to myself, and I must be honest with you, is like, you really need to make more of an effort to be more selfish. Because he doesn't lack confidence. He just is like, I'd rather just to pass note. the ball away. You know, so it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's unfortunate to see things like that. But uh, realistically, from, from a game perspective, I do see a Liverpool high press. I do see a lot of passing. I do see a lot of pressure. I do see, Liverpool can't, be bad all the time in front of the goals every once in a while it comes right. They were they got it right against Manchester United two games ago I think they got yeah. very much a wake-up call now again against West Brom knowing that listen we need to put our chances away because again you look at the West Brom goal that was disallowed because of the player standing in front of the goalkeeper and, and <laughs> I know the the whole thing now would he have if that player wasn't in front of Allison, would Allison have stopped that ball? I can't say yes or no. However, yeah. players and teams need to do uh, make a better effort. The rule needs to come. I think the, the rule needs to be kind of fixed a little bit, saying like, look, you have to make an effort to get back into an onside position. But if you are there and thereabouts in and amongst the play, you can't be... <sighs> You can't be disappointed when you get flagged for an offside thing, and that uh, again, like I said, I do, th- I don't think uh, Allison would have saved that. Had the West Brom player been in an onside position, then there would have been no no reason to complain. I don't necessarily believe it should have been a goal. I do think the guy was standing right in front of the goalie, and that is enough of a distraction. I wouldn't want to see that go either way. So I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of the VAR calls or things like that, as you would know from the show, but. Uh, yeah. Liverpool did land up getting that goal at the end, and which has obviously given us the the situation that we are in, with it being a three point swing with two games to go between third and fifth. And if Liverpool get that result with either Leicester or Chelsea or both teams dropping points, it's going to be a very, very, very interesting final day to the Premier League. So uh, from my side, I think it's I think Liverpool come out there and get that three goals. In there now, Alex. Do you feel any differently? And you're going to make Burnley's case right now.
1: Uh, I'm going to go one. I will say one-one Burnley. I'm going to go nil-nil. Okay. I think I think I got a feeling that Sean Dyche is going to. Sean Dyche is going to come with a masterclass and just block Liverpool out and just ruin the party.
0: Okay, so if you're out there again listening, just remember that this man had a feeling that Leicester were going to lose the FA Cup, and he was wrong. So uh, don't don't take it to heart uh, when when he says he expects Liverpool to to uh, <laughs> lose to uh, a Sean Dyche masterclass because anything less than a victory for Liverpool is a loss for us this weekend. And uh, we'll leave it at that, and we'll look to the other other team in the claret uh, is the Hammer Time West Ham versus West Brom to close out the game week. West Ham, obviously, with the final two games, the easier run um, over Everton and Tottenham to solidify their position in Europe. There's no reason, if anything, there's an expectation for West Ham to finish the season on 64 points, getting two wins in the last two games, obviously playing West Brom and then Southampton. They close off when they're at home against Southampton. So... Um, West Brom, do you see? Do you see West Brom doing what they've been doing all season? A lot of promise and no result. Or do yeah, you see probably. West Ham smashing them?
1: I don't know. I feel like West Ham. Yeah, I think it'd be probably two one like West Ham. I can see them trying to secure that Europa League place. I, don't, I think I don't think any club will really want to go into that Europa League, Europa Conference League it just seems a bit of a uh, another competition that you for just want to get more tv money
0: you say um, that but every united supporter yeah. i know is talking how important this europa league final is and what a um, big no, cup it is and, and, uh, and no, then, and not,
1: not not the europa league um, the europa league the europa conference league
0: oh. have you not heard of this it's, oh, it's a, the it's a the new one qualification out. yeah sorry man you're 100% correct the the yeah. person who finishes in 7th 7th Seven, yeah yeah that's a hot yeah.
1: one. It's, it's like the one team and then the rest of the teams are teams like who finished third and fourth in Scotland and stuff like that. No disrespect to the Scottish League um, and, and just other teams that don't make it into Europa League. I um, mean, sometimes you watch Europa League group stage games and you're a bit like, OK there's not much. It quality. really is a qualification <laughs> yeah.
0: games, isn't it? All the teams that go into Europa, quality, <laughs> the the yeah. quality things. I, I wonder if it's anything like, uh, would this, would it, would it be considered the European non-Super League? Do you think they could get away with that name? <laughs> no,
1: I don't know. No, no, it's, it's, it's no, <laughs> it, it's it's just naff, to be honest. Not, not, not the biggest fan of it, to be honest. I, uh, I, I, I think they should just kept just having the plain old Europa League, league and, just, yeah. and just kept it as it is, and rather than bringing in this other league, which or whatever it is, competition which just seems to have a few other people come, countries in to try and appease them because they wanted to keep the Champions League with all the bigger teams, and they think, oh, if we get this other little competition, we can try and shove the rest into the uh, into the Europa League and. Europa Conference League, or whatever it's called. So, no, I'm not the biggest fan of that.
0: But that's that would probably be more okay for you. You look at the other European leagues, like the Italian League and the Spanish League, where they don't have the same amount of cups as, as England have. So, that being the case, you know, that they get to have that cup atmosphere yeah. um, for the smaller teams. So, that might work for, for most of Europe. But again, for England, yeah, You look at the the amount of games that they have to play, especially if they want to compete on all fronts. It's near impossible yeah. in today's day and age. I mean, you still watch Man City try and do it every season. And if there's any team in the world that could probably get the, the quadruple or the quad right, it would be Man City with their squad depth. And it still eludes them. Yeah. So, West Ham versus West Brom. How do we see that game going? Do we see Lingard come back to form here? Creswell come no, back I to form?
1: Is Antonio fit? Antonio's fit, isn't he?
0: I think so. Yeah, I think, yeah, he, I think yep. he'll be best he, he, had, he didn't have the best game last game. No. Right? But again, you always have to check after every game because even though it looks like he leaves a pitch after 90 minutes, you've got, yeah. to watch that, uh, you've got to watch that injury list because the man is prone. to. He is prone very prone.
1: But no, I think, I think 2-1 West Ham. 2-1 I can see West them Ham. getting a result there. I is think is it, that I think.
0: a late winner for West Ham, like for Liverpool? Or is it uh, two, nah, goals think, two goals and then West Brom get a consolation?
1: I think it'll be two goals and then West Brom get com- a consolation.
0: Okay, brilliant. Alex, again, thank you so much for being on the show, man. And good luck no for worries. this weekend, man. And look, again, guys, I listeners... Need it. Um, if you are out there I'll be dropping Alex's stuff Go watch his stuff and uh, Go watch him shoot some people in the face The man is <laughs> a Is a Fox's Is a Fox's man that, that Leicester Holding on to the Leicester Dream now again Off another Champions League appearance And then Obviously he's, uh, his fantasy FPL team Does need a little bit of a A little bit of yeah, a boost in, So I need a big boost So how many points are you going to get this weekend? How many points can 100. you catch?
1: I I don't know, but let me have a look quickly at my team. I'd I'd like to get... I need to get... Probably I need to get into triple figures. If I want any chance of catching up in my family league or a league like that, I need triple figures.
0: Okay. Because
1: I'm worried my uh, cousin who's above me, he needs... I'm 100 and something points above him, so I need to probably get 50 this week and, and 50 next, or probably 60 each and each game week. So I need to at least get triple figures. Well. And hope he he gets like 20 points or something, which is never going to happen. Because the other trouble is we've got such similar teams.
0: Uh, (laughs) Then how did it all go so badly, Alex? How did it all go so badly? Uh,
1: You know what it is? It's been my poor captain choices. Mm. I I think I've got cursed where every time I make a captain choice, they get injured in that game.
0: That sounds like a hard sore one.
1: Harvey Barnes. I put him in, captained him, went and got injured for the rest of the season against Arsenal. That weekend, I captained him. Harry Maguire last weekend captained him, gone and got injured, didn't he?
0: Yeah, out one game only.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, I could probably list about three or four other players, and it's just been like that probably since then. I'm the just end. going to
0: point out, though, you should have never captained uh, Maguire. Yeah. Why? He, he was never your attacking option you've got to be listening to what Jan and dress telling you they they're telling you 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 gotta the ceiling on your attackers is higher than your ceiling on your on your defenders and for that very reason, you have thought, to go for an attacking option
1: you know what you my, my, my brain was yeah they had three games and I think if they get one clean sheet in that time period that's that's or even two. Then, then you're going to get some decent points there.
0: But you knew it was nearly impossible. I mean, they were playing Leicester. Tremendous goal-scoring machine. Oh Liv- yeah, but I, thought, Liverpool, I you know what. Liverpool, not the worst in, when, they, when they get it going, not the worst in front of the goals. And then, yeah, they did play Aston Villa, and Aston Villa, they still conceded one goal to Aston Villa. It's not...
1: Yeah. Uh, was that before guy uh, went off?
0: Yeah, that was, in, was in there, yeah. Yeah, that was the game. But anyway, so yeah. yes, you need to be you need to be pulling in the tips from the from these gents on on the side. Uh, I, I think Andreas. I don't know if you listened to our first show. Andreas finished two hundred forty seventh in the world at one stage, Ooh. and Jeremy finished a thousand uh, thousand four hundred or something last season. Okay, given the seasons nice. haven't gone necessarily their way this time round, but there is enough quality in there to to pick up. I started to to put things together. Um, from what they said, and i have i wouldn't quite say I've had a meteoric climb, but I went from four point three million in the world, I'm sitting at something like at five hundred eighty right now, five hundred and eighty thousand in the world uh, from game week thirteen or fourteen, so was yeah. My change
1: yeah, I'm just so. having a quick look at my all my uh, captain choices, and from game week six game week 26 I think only. Ooh. Once, have they got more than like four points with the captain?
0: <laughs> Don't worry, I triple captain DCL, I got six points that week. Ooh. Anyway, again, Alex, thank you so much for joining us and good luck ahead for, I hope at the end of the day, it is uh, Liverpool and Leicester that make it through with uh, with the Manchester boys into the Champions League for you, I'd be sake. happy with
1: that. Well,
0: I we'll would accept that. that. Cool. Alex, green arrows all the way. Cheers, cheers, buddy. Bye.
1: All right, thank you.